Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, welcome everybody to Elijah Streams. I'm Steve Schultz, your host, uh, along with my wife, Doreen. We founded Elijah List 25 years ago and Elijah Streams that you're watching now. And so we welcome you to the broadcast if you're the first time uh, visiting us. Be sure and sign up for this. It's always free right there. Uh, that gets you that's the list portion of our ministry so that we can email you the programs when it's over sometimes the next day afterwards or so uh, we email you the program with the link so you can share it so you remember how to click right onto it a quick reminder that we are on rumble only now rumble and of course elijah list elijahstreams.com uh, and as well we are on facebook elijah stream elijah list and elijah streams facebook so um, we uh, encourage you to do that. We, uh, I've told, if you, if you missed the announcement, um, YouTube got in their little stomping mood and deleted our account straight out. They decided, first of all, we had two strikes, so we were trying to behave ourselves, and without doing any more infractions, they decided that something that had been done months and months before made a third strike, and they got to delete our, our account. So uh, they are not on our happy list. I'm not going to pretend to bless them. <laughs> Maybe I should. I don't know. Anyway, welcome um, today. It's going to be a great broadcast with uh, Mike Thompson. Uh, let's jump into something that we're going to start doing once, at least once a week. We're going to try and play a clip by Rob, and he's so popular, and his his prophetic is so profound. And we'll do it from others too. But uh, Robin will probably be the staple. We'll get something from him once a week and play the clip. So this one that we're about to show you has to do with his prophecies concerning Mexico and earthquakes and shaking. And so when you see this, it lays out the date. Watch the dates on the clips that you'll see. When did he say what and then what happened then? So um, enjoy this. Here we go. I am doing something remarkable south of the border. Oh, shaking in Mexico. There Breaking news, an earthquake in Mexico. It struck just under an hour ago with a magnitude of 7.6. The epicenter was just off the central Pacific coast between Puerto Vallarta and Acapulco. It's shown in this map from USGS. The shaking set off an earthquake alarm in the country's capital of Mexico City. And it struck on the same date as major earthquakes have previously hit Mexico back in 1985 and 2017. So far, no reports of damage. And a lot of people live in that area and people felt it in Mexico City about 22 miles away from the epicenter. This is new video that just in of people hugging after being evacuated out of their buildings in that city. Just hours after a ceremony took place in memory of other major quakes on this same day, a deadly 8.1 earthquake killing more than 10,000 people back in 1985. And in 2017, a 7.1 qu quake killed around 370 people. The Lord Again. said to show that today and come on here and speak to the leader of Mexico. This is what the Lord says, and prophets talk to leaders of nations. The Lord said, do not listen to these jackals around you. Do not listen to the jackals in this nation. Don't listen to the jackals around the world. The Lord said, they don't... Uh, you can't expect Satanist to, uh, to follow the things of the Lord. But the Lord says you will, the leader of Mexico, for you have a spiritual understanding of things. And the Lord is giving you a, 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 a heads up. He's trying to tell you something. Pull out from them now. Pull away from them now. And the Lord said, I will prosper Mexico. I will prosper Mexico and give you hidden riches that lie beneath the ground that you have not seen before. So good. Yeah, I mean, the one way they didn't have this in biblical times, when a word needed to be given to a world leader, you'd have to be ushered in and, and have favor with it. Now God can give you favor with a world leader by having them prophesy on programs like this and on programs like the 11th hour with Robin Bullock. So I do encourage you to go to Robin D. Bullock's, uh, I think he's still on YouTube. Uh, he has survived. And so uh, I encourage you to go and 
watch his 11th hour program every Tuesday. At the 11th hour meeting, it's 11 a.m. in the uh, central time zone, uh, Alabama, I think that is. So, All right, we're going to play a American Warriors uh, clip for you. Today's episode we're releasing is produced by my brother, uh, Warren Schultz, and myself. Let me read a little bit about it. So it says that 18 years old, Dane Pravat was young, naive, and fresh out of boot camp. He found himself on the shores of Kuwait, wondering what came next. It turned out to be Desert Storm. From there, he went to Africa to intercept warlords stealing American aid. Throughout his career, he mastered advanced training, including rapid rope operations, dropping and lifting from helicopters, dropping into embassies under attack, and securing the ambassador. When he left the Marines, he participated in his first honor flight, taking World War II veterans to D.C. Over the years, he became progressively involved until finally taking over the operation in Central Oregon, and now is at the heart of honoring and healing veterans by conducting honor flights to Washington, D.C. This is the story of how it all happened. We land in Kuwait City, and it's just it's smashed. There's bullet holes everywhere in every building, boats on the side. It was a place where, as the Iraqis were trying to leave Kuwait City, they just unleashed everything on them. A-10s, F-15s, everything. They were bombing the heck out of everything. Iraqi military units in Kuwait were crushed within a matter of days. Images of hundreds of burned-out vehicles littering the highway leading to Iraq provided partial evidence of the rout in the desert. You could sense death. You could feel it. This guy picked up a boot and shook it and a foot fell out. You're like, wow, <laughs> this is insane. Okay, so that premieres today. It's on the website. Here are the two sites. On the Rumble channel, it's Rumble. In the search box, you can type American Warriors 22. And under YouTube, which uh, the American Warriors is on YouTube, uh, so YouTube slash American Warriors 22, it's the same ending. So hopefully you'll enjoy those. Uh, we worked really hard. We've got quite a good team that we're building that up. We're telling, I think we've done 30, between 30 and 40 war stories now, um, American Warrior stories to, to be more accurate. So, okay, that's good for that. A quick announcement that tomorrow Greg Phillips is on. You, you might remember that Greg and Catherine Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht were involved with the making of the movie 2000 Mules. They have been involved in that situation where the man was just arrested days ago. Um, he was arrested for being guilty of selling uh, our American um, information and people, poll workers and all that ended up selling it to people in China. Or it's stored in China. Uh, we'll have them tell the specifics when they come on the air, when Greg comes on the air, because I, um, I don't have the exact specifics, but that was, it's been all over the news that they were arrested. So, and I think Greg had an involvement with that, but we'll find out exactly what he's allowed to say and wants to say and all that. So, all right, it's time for Mike Thompson on. So let's bring in Mike Thompson and here he is. Hey, Mike, it's been too long since I've had, since you and I've been on together. It has been Steve. It's nice to see you. You look good. Praise well, thank God. you. Well, I appreciate it. Right back at you. So you're in Las Vegas. Um, tell people just for a minute, we were talking off the air about your studio slash church and how they can find it if they're in that area. Uh, yeah, we are on uh, South Pecos and we have an office uh, structure with a studio and the studio has uh, a lot of seating in it. So everyone is welcome to come. What we do is on Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. That's our main public service. Uh, it is live streamed across the internet, YouTube, Rumble, uh, various places, Facebook, etc. And as it goes forward, all the people that come, they become our local congregation and then uh, the extended congregation out there. So we just have a wonderful time. And boy, I tell you what, the Holy Spirit shows up and he waxes every awesome. service. The anointing is great. Well, you know, you're one of those people, and I haven't got to be to your, in, in that uh, location, but when you talk and you tell your stories, um, you're a, I guess you would call yourself a seer, a seer prophet. You have encounters with the Lord um, all the time, and I always look forward to these because I, I like to hear about your encounters 
and the different ways God's communicating what's going on. So let me just turn it over to, uh, you know, I've got notes that I'm going to be following with you, but I, I'm, I'm interested to hear the word of the Lord today. Oh, wonderful. I'd like to start by telling everyone that there is a new tear in the second heaven. Oh, wow. It began a couple of weeks ago. It was coincided with Rosh Hashanah and then Tabernacles. Uh, and through that tear is pouring the river of God. And it's pouring with such force. I'm talking about the power of the Holy Spirit that it is actually accomplishing, if I can use this term, it's difficult to phrase it, heavenly violence. Wow. A lot of people get caught up on what violence means, you know, that's bad, that's, well, no, you know, um, when God tears something down, it's yeah. a violent act in the spiritual realm, but it's a product of love. It's a product of righteousness and godliness. And so that's happening right now. And I've seen it uh, occurring. There's been a big crack, a big tear. It was a loud, thunderous thing did that you say Did you say rivers? What was River. pouring? I got to tell you this now. Ivana Tia, we'll have her on before long. She's a friend and she's been our guest many times. Uh, so she, her son and uh, his, uh, I think it's his fiance, um, uh, girlfriend for sure, but maybe no, it's probably his girlfriend. Don't, don't let me announce something that's not true. Uh, <laughs> but they were uh, they're at a, a big conference in Florida this last week weekend, and uh, they actually went to the restroom. And the, it's it's the girl, it's the sister. Uh, Raphael's the guy, and his uh, his sister was in the restroom with her, and, and all of a sudden she hears a scream, and she runs over to the girlfriend. Uh, of her brother's in her purse, which is wide open. It's kind of like about this size. It's a medium purse. It's a large hand purse, not a small one. And it's filled with water and overflowing with water. It's just filling up water. And, you know, they didn't get a picture of it, so they were pretty upset because they didn't think to take a picture of it. So they quick dumped it out to try and figure out what was going on. They couldn't figure it out, but it had filled with water and was overflowing. Um, and I mean, that's, I, I thought about that the moment you said there's a river, because I thought, what's God saying with this? Well, there you go. Yeah, well, remember tabernacles, that what happened is that Jesus kept tabernacle, and it, re, the scripture records that that's when he stood by the pool of Siloam, because what was happening is that during those uh, seven days and then the final day of the feast, that the priests go to the pool of Siloam and they get these pots of water and go and then they have a pour offering upon the altar. And while this is happening on the last day of the feast, Jesus then, he said, if you believe in me, out of your bellies shall flow rivers of living water. That river, for some reason, God knows, and it's in line with the timing of God, the clock of God, that that river is flowing. Wow. I'm talking about full force right now, out of. What's interesting to me is that, uh, you know, when you look at the three major feasts of Israel, yeah. you start, uh, first of all, you know, with Passover. And uh, Jesus, of course, was crucified during that time. And so it, it represents the blood of Christ about salvation coming into the kingdom of God. And then, of course, you have Pentecost 50 days later, and that the Holy Spirit came. The Holy Spirit came in to the body of Christ. Conversion happened. But on tabernacles, he said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And then it says, this he spoke concerning the Spirit. The Spirit of God is doing something new. Now, I want to be very clear to everybody that theologically, the Spirit is already here. Right. I mean, He's already in us, and the heavens have been open. Because of Jesus, heaven is open to us all of the time. But there's something prophetically that occurs systematically and by the hand of God and the outpouring of the Spirit during this time to where there is an increase. The Lord showed me that it is coming with violence. Wow. Now, let me describe violence just briefly. When it, 
You know, violence from the wicked one is different. Heavenly violence, spiritual kingdom violence, is nothing more than the effect that the power of God has upon demonic structures and strongholds. And it tears them down with violence. Remember that uh, Jesus himself said that the kingdom of God suffers violence, and violent ones take it by force. So uh, I think, in fact, I've got it right here. Let me read the Amplified version. Sure, yeah, absolutely. It says, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault, and violent men seize it by force as a precious prize to share in the heavenly kingdom it's sought with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. So it describes that zeal and exertion and power as violence against those that would keep it, the demonic spirits, the strongholds, all of those things that would try to keep people from entering into the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. That's the kind of violence we're talking about here. And it was just a few weeks ago CK, in a, a, a vision, heard a loud thunderous crack. And I knew what she was talking about because, Steve, I heard that probably about 15 years ago in a different scenario. Uh, the Lord had me praying about Oregon. Okay. And uh, he told me to go to, the, to Salem and to hold a meeting. I did. We advertised it. We held a, a nice meeting interceding we were praying and i heard the thunderous crack in the atmosphere wow. it was so loud it shook me and i'd heard uh, earthquakes before it was similar to that and that's what ck heard at the same time she heard that a few weeks ago the lord showed me a tear in the second heaven now this is all symbolism showing that God is doing something. I haven't even got to my notes yet, Steve, but that's wow. okay. Wow, well, this is really go. good. Yeah, the, the, the preambles is gonna be as good as the ambles. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so here, listen to this. In the first chapter of Mark, verse 10, mm. and immediately coming up from the water, referring to Jesus, mm. coming up out of the water, mm. but then John, saw the heavens parting and the spirit descending upon him like a dove. Now what's interesting about that is we talk about open heavens all the time. I already described heavens open to us by the blood of Jesus, but prophetic application, Ezekiel 1, Ezekiel started off all of his writings by saying, the heavens were opened and I saw visions. So in a prophetic stance, open heaven is a portal it's a time when the holy spirit is bringing revelation to us about current events about god's will about what's happening in the spiritual realm all of those things now when it talked about jesus coming up out of the water the other gospels say heaven was open and it was but mark defines it slightly different. He uses a different word. And in the New King James, it says the heavens parted and the spirit descended. But listen to the amplified because the word departed is different. Yeah. It says, John saw the heavens torn open and the Holy Spirit like a dove coming down. Torn open. That word in the Greek text is talking about a violence, a tearing, a shaking. You know, the, if you're sitting in a, uh, watching some kind of a show, whether it be at school or it yeah. be at a theatrical thing on Broadway, and the curtains just slowly open, hmm. that's one thing. But you know, when Jesus died, the veil in the temple was rent top to bottom it was yeah. rent it was violence that's what's happening right now in the spiritual realm is that not it and the violence is twofold number one the body of christ and i saw this this is happening 
all around the world. It's a global experience, but since we're in America, we need to lock into this. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. That believers are not only are people coming in and this violence is bringing people into the yeah. kingdom of God. They're tired of all the stuff that's happening. You know, they've been deceived. They feel like um, their governments don't have the answer. Medical science doesn't have the answer. Mm-hmm. All these things have failed them, and they're looking for the truth. And they're coming to Jesus by the hundreds of thousands and wow. the millions. Great wow. thing. So they're violently coming in the kingdom. But here's the other thing. While that's all happening, those of us that are in the kingdom now are operating in kingdom principles to the point that that heavenly violence, you know, love is violent to the devil. Oh, man, I tell you what, you walk in love and you manifest the grace of God and the demons shriek. And it's like, you know, at least in when we were in school, running your fingernails oh, down the chalkboard. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. No, it's like, oh, it's, tor- it's, it's literally torture to them to see love. They can't, they can't handle it. Right. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, who was perfect love, got out of the boat and walked up onto the shore of the area of Gadara. Mm. And that Gadarean man who had a legion, he shrieked and he said, why have you come to torment me before your t- my time? And love brought a violent act of deliverance into that man's life. And those demons were cast out. That kind of violence, the body of Christ is rising up. And I saw it. We, I heard it, CK and I both, and I've been watching this thing for several weeks, mm. is that it tore the second heavens, the strongholds that are in the second heavens, that the enemy has been building up against humanity, but also against the body of Christ. Oh, it hates the body of Christ. Oh, I'm talking about those demonic spirits and in America, Jezebel and Antichrist, The devil doesn't like the body of Christ. We've been praying, but here's the thing I saw. When the the heavens, second heaven, tore, it tore strongholds, and it was a violent shaking, so much so that it's shaking the earth. Remember Romans 8. That even creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. There's trembling, there's shaking, there are things that are happening happening on the earth and in nature itself. There are also in the spiritual realm these strongholds being torn violently. Can I ask you a question? Um, I, I can hear sort of in my mind's eye, in my mind's. Uh, people saying this is really really good news but I've been looking around I've been went to church this last weekend they might say and I didn't see anything happening so where why they may say why am I missing this if this has happened why is it nothing happening what how would you what would you say to someone that's would love to see it but they're not seeing it yet or whatever I would say several things number okay. one is that you got to press into the spirit to be able to see it in the spirit and then watch it manifest in the natural. That's number two, is that when things happen in the spiritual realm, it can be a second, a minute, an hour, a day, a week, six months, a year, before you see specific manifestations. But our job is not to wait for the manifestation to believe. Our job is to believe and create the manifestation. That's huge, that's huge. It's like, it's not, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. It's, I believe it. Now I'm about to see it. It's more like that. Exactly. And so uh, the third thing I would tell them is um, you got to hang around the right people. You yeah. got to watch, you know, and and look, because some churches are not going to manifest much. Well, I mean, and, and this gets super practical. If you're in Las Vegas, you know one place to go. You know to go to Mike Thompson's place. Uh, you didn't know I was going to promote your church today at all, but I'm saying if you're in <laughs> Las Vegas, that now you know where to go to begin to see these things. 
you know, and then you press, even in that, you could go and if you were a person of no faith, you could see it happen all around you and not have it happen to you. You have to press in with your faith. You have to say, Lord, even if you say, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, something like that, press in. But That's it. We all have to learn. I couldn't see those things when I first started. Yeah. It took me years to develop. And, and yeah. anybody is qualified. Everybody is qualified. Well, and, and the, the story that I just told you a minute ago about this young woman's purse filled up with water and overflowing from within the purse. What what um, uh, the boy, you know, Raphael's mom was saying is this girl is so hungry for the Lord. She's been so hungry. She's pressing in. She's a fairly new um, born again believer. I don't know the details, but she just can't get enough. She had just asked that we could be filled with the Holy Spirit. I think I remember that correctly. Mm-hmm. And God then met her at that place of absolute I have to have more, and you know that's where she was in the spirit. She was, I have to have more. So God right. says, "Okay, watch this." Yeah, He proved Himself to yeah. her, validated her experience and her yeah. heart's cry. Yeah, and uh, I think that's important for everybody viewing today, is to realize that God will validate your heart's cry. He will answer, but you got to press in. We have to contend. Contend is a word that I've known in my whole Christian experience but has been amplified. It's just the Holy Spirit has just put that on the inside of me and CK. We've been talking about contend, contend, man. You got to press in. We want more. And you only get more when you contend for it. Good, good. But when you talk about the water, I'm glad you brought that up again, because when I saw in the Spirit this tear in the second heaven representing that God was destroying strongholds that had been set up by the uh, demonic spirits and tearing things open. That's what happened, you know, when Jesus came up out of that water, it says the heaven was torn open. It was a violent act and the Spirit of God came through. And that's what I'm saying that I've seen in the Spirit, only I didn't see a dove yeah. I saw rivers, a torrential river. It means the Spirit of God is moving and things are shaking and things are changing. Praise God. Praise and God, that's right. That river yeah. and that water. Yeah. So miracles, salvations. And we're going to see this. There's changing of nations that's occurring right now wow. and will occur for some time to come. We're getting close to the midterms. They're shaking. The water, the river is being poured out. We're going to see some mighty things. Now, the Lord gave me a a prophetic word the other day in line with this, Steve. Let me read this to you because what I was doing is I was exercising and doing some exercises and... uh, While I was exercising, I had a vision of a man exercising. The Lord sure has a sense of humor. (laughs) So I'm watching this man exercise while I'm doing my stuff. And then boom, it just, I'm I'm in this vision. I'm watching this thing in front of me. And he's exercising. And then my vision went right past his skin and into his muscles. And I could see those muscles. And as he was lifting weights and as he was turning, I could see them pushing, stressing against the weight, the opposing forces. Mm -hmm. And to the point to where the muscle began to tear. Now, I may not look like it, but 30 years ago when I was young, I had a trainer and uh, in the gym. And this trainer was a big dude, you know. Yeah. And... uh, and he, he said, Mike, he said, do you want to tone up or do you want to build up? He said, there's a difference between toning muscle and building muscle. Toning muscle is we'll just do exercises and things that get rid of the fat, strengthen the muscle. But he said, if you want to build muscle, the only way to do that is you got to go past the tone into the build. Hmm. When you go past the tone, it actually causes micro tears when you okay. go further than you can. 
in the muscles and those micro tears the body immediately repairs with new muscle tissue but makes it a little larger and by this repeated process you get to look like me he said do you want a tone like you you want to look like me i said well i want a tone but a little bit <laughs> a little of uh, you <laughs> a little bit push he said okay yeah. we gotta push push that's so then the i'm watching this happen and then the lord speaks these words to me okay he says evil that is not resisted remains to be an equal opponent Gee. think about that if you don't resist evil it just stays there it's a match he said just as physical exercise strengthens muscle through the resisting and pushing against opposing forces to morally and spiritually resist evil will make you stronger it places evil under your feet now while this is all going on i'm hearing this evil in reference to what's happening of course around the world it's a global thing but in america specifically you know societally politically all the things that we're facing the church is rising up against this evil man and the lord is making it plain to me that we have to do it he, he went on and he said resisting evil is a choice it requires as much thought time and energy to choose to do nothing as it does to choose to do something but when you choose to take a stand i stand with you and heaven is on your side then he said there is much evil in american society and government my church must choose to stand against it resisting it through all godly means both in the spiritual and in the natural realms resist the devil and he will flee from you then he concluded it by saying stand up speak up move up in the spirit oh. the whole context of that was not only for me but i issued it prophetically also on video and in our services as a call a call to the warriors a call to take a stand yeah. there's so much of the church you know that steve so many people believers have this assumption that we don't rock the boat well now, you you're know, not one of those well no but you know when i came up through the years of coming up the the, the part that was really a strong part of me was if I never said it in these terms, I would have never said this out loud, but in my heart I was, if I don't bug the devil, he'll leave me alone. If I don't threaten him, he'll leave me alone. And I, it wasn't an intentional thing, but I was afraid to rock the boat for fear he would crush me. I mean, I always had a picture of the devil was more able to crush me than God was able to, to, to keep me from being... I just grew up with that kind of thought. I just didn't want to fight because I didn't like to fight. People you know, would come up and they'd say, oh, I love a good fight with the enemy. I thought, what's wrong with you? I don't like a good fight. You know, <laughs> Graham Cook loves a good fight. I know people that just love a good fight. They can't wait to get up in the morning and fight the devil. And I wasn't, I have to discipline myself even now to intentionally fight. I have to, I mean, it doesn't come yeah. naturally, I think is what I'm saying, you know, maybe more now in the last couple of years it does so yeah that's right but i've watched you all these years yeah uh steve and everything that you have done through elijah list elijah streams all the other yeah. various aspects are a confrontation that's to true. the devil that is true so you've done more than what you probably think yeah but i, I mean, understand yeah. that yeah well yeah and i think that, that you know i have been slowly learning that but yeah one of the things is that there's this famous saying i had in asian uh, characters i don't know it's korean or whatever but it says uh, a lady sold it to me who was a korean i don't know if she was a christian or not I, she wanted to sell it to me as a piece of decoration i said well what does it say and she says if you fall down seven times get up eight and i thought oh i like that so i paid her the money i think she was making money for school and, but that became one of my many sayings that the, one of the ways to fight is every time you get down, get up one more time, then you're knocked down. 
and you're and you're resisting so yeah that's it that's yeah. it outlast yeah. the enemy yeah and you'll always win that's good and yeah. uh so the lord has been dealing with me about that and, and mm. you know there are a lot of believers out there that are kind of have a similar testimony as you mm. in the sense that thinking that if you leave the devil alone then he won't come after you I've known a, a good many of them over the years that have felt that way. But there's also a good many who have this religiousized concept. It's a deception of the enemy that that's not godly. You know, really? God, yeah, uh, the loving thing is to just stay out of the fray okay. and stay out of politics stay out of anything that's an open societal confrontation yeah because we're not here to cause tension yeah we're here to just be yeah i can, a I, witness. can I can so relate to that mike and that's the way i i was and when i say i i mean we that's the way we all of us have been at some time in our life you don't you have to fight you have you can't yeah you know, well, here, here's what happens to the people that won't fight in this hour. They're sound asleep. They, they right. stick out of the fight, and now they're sound asleep. You know, and they don't even know this is wars on. They don't even know COVID's killing people. They don't know they're trying to destroy our nation from the White House down. They don't know that because, right. because they just got out of the fight. They fell asleep. So anyway, that's my whole other spiel. Don't get me started that's on That's it. Yeah. So the Lord is challenging all of those people and saying take a stand yeah stand up push against it if you do not push against the opposing wicked evil forces they remain there as an equal to your faith that it's you cannot push through if you want to become a spiritual bodybuilder mm. if you want to become stronger and place the enemy under your feet you have to push you have to fight. Good. That all goes in line with this violent structure that I see happening. But in line with that, the water, the river is coming. Mm. The Lord also told me something that I want to add in here because they all have that common thread through them. And uh, he told me that we're entering a season of convulsing. Uh, that many evil spirits that are out there coming against us, the things that we're standing against the evil, are convulsing as they go out. And then he reminded me of the scripture there in uh, Mark 9, verses 26 and 27, where it says, Then the spirit cried out. Because see, Jesus has had a Mount of Transfiguration experience. And he's up on the mountains. He's got three of his disciples, but the rest of them are down below. And uh, he's up there being transfigured and phosphorus glow and, and the glory of God, everything happening. He comes down to the bottom and he finds those remaining disciples down there just in human stuff. Yeah. And they trying to cast a demon out of a boy who had seizures and some other manifestations, was dumb, couldn't speak, etc. And they couldn't do it. And so the father asked Jesus, why couldn't they? And Jesus was very disturbed. He was upset. And he said, it's because of their unbelief. But then in this verse, he says, he began to pray for the boy to cast him out. Then the spirit cried out, the evil spirit. Yeah cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him. And he became as one dead, so that many said, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. And the Spirit spoke to me, and he said, look at that. He said, in America today, and also tell people, because their experience is, it's, it's an atmospheric thing. The kingdom of heaven is invading. There's a tear in the second heaven. This is having an effect in people's lives. Those strongholds are being torn. The rushing mighty river of the Holy Spirit coming in on the scene. Uh, he said, 
individually in their lives, in their families, other relationships, finances, health. It's happening in their cities. It's happening in politics in America this year and the midterms coming up. All of these things, there is a tearing. And so therefore, the spirit is crying out. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Now the crying out doesn't mean the spirit has the power to resist and stay. He's crying out. And in the Greek text there, the crying out, the phrase, means that there was a deep guttural ah of that spirit okay because well, he knew he was coming out he knew it was changing and he could do nothing about it so the spirit cried out in america today the spirits are crying out the spirit of jezebel the spirit of antichrist uh spirits of idolatry uh witchcraft satanism you talk about uh, agnosticism and atheism and secularism and, and all of these different They're crying. They're crying. And then it says they convulsed him. They're convulsing right now. You look around you and you see convulsions everywhere. What I'm trying to do is paint a picture for people to see it differently. When you see all of the turmoil in the politics in America, it's convulsing as the spirit comes out. When yeah. you see all of that tension and fighting and different things that are going on, perhaps even in your home life and in relationships or situations at work, they're convulsing. Are, Mike, are you saying that you're using the term convulsive in almost a metaphorical um that when families are sudden, there's these things and people are butting heads and they're trying to figure out what's God and what's not. Right. Is that what you're referring to as the convulsing then? Am I seeing that? Yes. Okay. I am. Yes. Okay. Okay. Totally. It's a little difficult to describe every yeah. scenario, but you, you hit the nail on the head right there. Okay. Yeah. Is that to realize it? Because see, our tendency is to look at the tensions that develop um, and to say, uh, it's too strong for me, or the devil is just there and I can't get him out or whatever. The mindset of realizing that's the convulsing as he's coming out. Well, that's very Your interesting. Your prayers are working. Can, can I, I'm gonna throw a scripture, I don't have the exact reference, but where Jesus says, I came to set mother against daughter, father against son, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law. Um, is that kind of a picture of the convulsing? I'm... In a sense, yes. That's in Matthew 10. And uh, there is, I don't want people to misunderstand. Okay. There is an aspect of demonic influence that comes in and causes problems in anybody's life. Okay? But then there's also an aspect of when Jesus shows up, even through us. He's in us. He's in the body of Christ. It's like Jesus standing there in front of that Gadarene demoniac mm -hmm. or in front of this boy uh, who had seizures. We're standing there. And even though the Father told Jesus that oft times it casts him into the fire, all these those were horrible things okay those were manifestations of the spirit there hmm. but the final convulsing was the manifestation of jesus kicking his butt out okay. of that boy's life yeah so what i'm trying to encourage people to do is that now as it during this season when they're standing in authority and in faith and they're praying for their spouse or they're praying for their kids or all these different things to realize that at this point the river of God is flowing and to 
renew emphasis in praying for that, but to change your mind. Change the way you view if the acting up pulls you back into that old mindset. I've been watching this for five years. Here we go again. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. It's okay. This is the final. This is the convulsing as it comes out in the name of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to stand and I'm going to rejoice. And I'm going to shout hallelujah. And uh, I am not going to give in to the enemy's deceptions, the tricks to keep me in the old mindset. That's good. And that's happening on the national scene. That's happening in this next election. Oh, uh, do tell. Say, say, well, expand on that a little bit. We're on Rumble. You can say I what see. you want to say, so you don't have to talk in code. Spill it oh, out. yeah, there you go. Yeah, spill it. <laughs> yeah, you can talk okay. openly. Let me say this real quick. The spirit cried out. There are spirits in politics right now that are crying out left and right. Jezebel, Antichrist, everything on the far left, they are crying out. They're lying. They're deceiving. They're making noise. They're doing everything that they can because they know their time is near. Number two, they are convulsing. Everything that they can attempt to do to um, cause problems and tensions in America, they are doing because they're convulsing. They know their time is short. Number three, that spirit came out. They are coming out. Yes. Number four is that the boy fell down as one dead. Sometimes what happens, and this is a prophetic word, all of this is for people to catch a hold of, uh, that in your own life and also uh, even in the midterms we're talking about now coming up, is that when the spirit is gone, people don't really know how to act. It appears as if it's dead. But the fifth thing is that Jesus lifted him up to life. That's good. We are called now as the representatives of Jesus to lift up this nation to life, to speak in the void. When the enemy comes out, remember? that Jesus talked about that when a spirit is cast out, that he roams, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, for seven days, and yeah. then he comes back if he finds the space empty. Yeah. If, then he comes back with those seven more. So it's like we can't leave it empty. What and do but, you fill it with so yeah, we can't come back? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. I want to make sure you're going there. Okay, yeah. What do you feel yeah. it with, and what do you feel it with, and how do you feel it with that? That's that. That what people say. Okay, I know what. How do I do that? So. Yeah, well, in our own individual lives, you fill it with the Holy Spirit, and you fill it with the Word of God, and when that space is filled, he can't come back. In, in American a very, politics, in, in a real practical sense, Mike, uh, let's say someone's just had a deliverance because I've had some of those myself, years past. It would have been appropriate at the time that that happened where someone would say, now, Steve, we're agreeing with you that in those very places that you've just been delivered, we feel, we, we, Holy Spirit, we invite you to fill those places. Really practical like that. Is that, is that one of the ways? That, that is very good. But here, let me share an experience. Okay. Um, when I was a young believer, uh, spirit-filled, CK and I were married. Uh, we were confronted with a situation that was very grievous to mm. me. I won't describe what it was, but it was yeah. something that tormented me. Mm. And uh, I was going to college. I was working uh, in uh, at Weyerhaeuser, my job at night. And it just was one of those situations, you know, how it just follows you around, mm. haunts you. And, and I couldn't get it out of my mind. It just kept playing over and over and over and over and over. And I was there at work one night, and and I was just casting it out. I was rebuking the devil. I was doing everything I knew to do. And suddenly the Holy Spirit spoke up on the inside of me. And he reminded me of the scripture that we just talked about when you cast the spirit out, if he comes back and finds it empty. Mm-hmm. And then it continued. He said, so you've been casting the spirit out you have been diligent at that, but have you put something in to dispel the vacuum 
that would suck him back. He said, mentally, all you're doing is just doing. And so I went, oh. And so he said, fill it with the word, fill it. He said, sometimes you cast out and then fill it with the word. Sometimes you fill it with the word and it casts it out. Okay. You've got both. And so I just started worshiping and praising the Lord. Thank you for my deliverance. I started quoting every scripture that would come to mind I could think of. And after doing this for about 30 minutes, it was completely gone. It never came back. And it had tormented me for a couple of days. I couldn't get rid of it. So if we can transfer that to the other aspects in our lives, That's what yeah. I'm talking so about. the deliverance you knew you had been delivered and kept getting re-delivered. It sounds like, but the Lord's giving you a practical thing now. Fill it with the word, you know. The no no weapon formed against me will prosper, you know, and all these different right. things. You you start quoting scripture, praising God, quoting other scriptures. Um, yeah, that's the one that most people go to because it's one of the most powerful ones, you know. Right. Yeah, and he said, "Give no place to the devil." Yeah. You know, the scripture says. And so one aspect, one application is that that's one way of doing it. Yeah. That there's no place there for him to come back. Yeah. So we need to do that. And, and on the national scene, the body of Christ right now needs to do that uh, in terms of continuing to decree and to speak the word of God into our nation. Mm. And by all means... Get out there and vote. I have been telling everyone, vote prophetically. How do you do that? Two things. Number one, in the spirit, you decree a thing and it shall be established. You keep doing that. I've told people, go get your voters pamphlets and look at the ones that are running for that particular seat, that office. And the one that you don't want or the one that's in there that needs to be removed because of evil and wickedness, is just call them out in the name of Jesus That's Christ. Good. Call them by name. A lot of people don't understand that. They think I'm being unloving. But no, this is a time for taking a stand. And I realize that there are going to be some people that are on the other side hear that and go, okay, well then, you know, and, and they're speaking against the ones that we want in. And they're believers. They don't cancel each other out. It's not like that in the spirit. We are in alignment with God. You have lost. We have won. Period. So but the decrees and then call. The, well, I would say the decrees that are in line with God. Well, right. what I'm hearing you say has um, a great deal more power and authority than other decrees by other Christians that are not in line with God. Is are you saying right. that? In other mm-hmm. words, don't worry that they're cancel you out because their decrees doesn't have the authority because they're not in line with God. Perfectly said. Okay. There are spirit, yeah. Uh, spiritual decrees outweigh soulish decrees. Yes. Yeah, that's really good. Even Christian fleshly Christian decrees. decrees. Yeah. And when you're dealing with the soul and the flesh, these are things that the soul and the flesh can't handle. They yeah. can only be handled by the human spirit in line with the Holy Spirit and God's perfect will coming to, to pass. Sounds it's going to happen. Good. So keep decreeing, keep praying. Keep doing those things. Call that person in. I've been calling in on a lot of people into office. I've been doing it for months. I'm still doing it. In the name of Jesus, I call them by name. You come into the uh, governor of Nevada on November 8th in Jesus' name. Hey, and I've done my share of calling a a couple of people. I don't do this real often because I want to make sure that I'm in the Lord's thing. But a couple of times, and in anointing, I'm in home alone. I'm seeing something on the news. I'm seeing wickedness, and all of a sudden, something comes over me, and I just—I'm sure I'm not the only one in the nation doing that. So I'm not claiming credit for this, sole credit. But I think a lot of us are. And I pointed at the TV, and with all the authority I've ever felt in my life, I said, "You are removed." Do you know? A few months yeah. later, two different people I did this to. A few months later, two of those were gone. They were gone. Uh, and so I'm I'm not claiming soul credit because I think God probably birthed that throughout the nation and 3,000 people did that, is, frankly, is what I tend to believe. But anyway. I believe what you believe. That's yeah. true. 
Yeah. And boy, I tell you what, CK, man, she she's good at that. <laughs> she she doesn't allow anything to come into our house over the television, yeah. over internet, over any place that she if if it's she challenges it. Yeah. Oh right no, there on the spot, man. Doreen, she speaks to it. My wife Doreen is like that. She'll go. She'll almost run from the room. She says, "I can't listen. I can't. I can't listen to this." You know. It's, and I'm thinking, okay, because I have my spirit can can bear it more than hers but usually i'm only about 20 seconds behind her about 20 seconds right. after she said that i've had all i can take to i can just take a little bit more that's but, right that little but, mute button is yeah, a wonderful she's invention. really good at that yeah yeah no i don't believe that you take your yeah stuff you know ck yeah. will say in the name of jesus i call that down and you're out of that office now <laughs> that's good very exactly. good exactly but that's what we have to do. Now, that's the spiritual part. The physical part is every believer should go to the ballot box, should cast their vote. How do you cast it? You cast it prophetically by doing this. In Jesus' name, I have been praying already and made my decrees. I have marked them on this ballot. And right now, as an act of prophetic warfare, I enter this into the system to go forth and bring about the will of God That's good. in this election now. Really good. Really good. Yeah, and you can imagine if the if millions of believers, frankly even hundreds of thousands were doing that, the power it would have, you know, yeah, I'd like to have 30 million believers do it, but what if a, what if a couple hundred thousand were doing it with that level, you know, there'd be almost nothing that the enemy could get by because the decrees would overwhelm him. That's it. We stand up, take the stand. Mm -hmm. And I know our time's getting a little short, but there's something that I think is really important for me to say okay. here. Okay. Um, that we are in a season of violent revival and miracles. They are mm. going to manifest. And again, I'm using that word violence as the power of God destroying the ways and the, the strongholds of the enemy. And then it brings in the kingdom of God, which is love, joy, peace, long suffering. I mean, all the good things. Mm -hmm. But those are violence to the enemy. But they are refreshing renewal to us. I had a vision I shared with you, I think it was, Steve, last May, just real quickly. And in this, I had a dream. And in the dream... Uh, it was a God dream, and I saw the Lord lifted me up, took me over Washington, D.C., and I mm -hmm. saw the roofs of the um, the House of Representatives and the Senate, you know, the Congress. Uh, and I could see down through, and I saw activity, that there was new blood, there was newness, mm. and they were excited about renewed activity, getting a few more things done. Then it changed, and I saw a map, continental United States, like you might see on a news channel that uh, right. has a political map, mm -hmm. okay? And on that, almost all of the states, the, the majority of the states were red, and only a few of them were blue. And so somebody jumps in and go, well, that's the way it's gonna happen. Yeah, I believe it is, but that's not what God was showing me. I am not prophesying that that's the exact representation of the vote on November 8, although I believe it will. Yeah. That's not what God told me. Here's what happened. When I saw that, I was so shocked. I just woke up out of a sound sleep. And there in front of me hung that map for about five to ten minutes as a Whoa. vision. Whoa. <clears throat> I saw it. It wouldn't go away. And I kept looking and wondering. God wouldn't speak. But as I looked into the map, down the layers, the red represented the blood of Christ. Mm. And the blue represented Antichrist spirit. And I could see activity and I could see this, all this shifting and this working, that covenant with God, blood of Christ, uh, all of the prayers of the saints for the United States. All these things were happening. I could see that those, that many of those from what would be blue are now turning into red. Good. And it all had a spiritual, yes, there was a man, there will be a manifestation politically. Uh, and, and I'm not prophesying exactly what that will be right at this time, although I believe I know what's going to happen. Everybody else, listen to the Spirit of God. But what I'm telling you is this. 
is that there is a great move right now of people from the anti-Christ deception to God's side, covenant wow. with God, wow. the blood of Christ, revival is happening, covenant people, God is putting people in office. I saw all these things, and it would take me an hour to describe yeah. all of it. But I, I went back to sleep, and then when I did get up and I went into the shower, I was taking a shower and the Lord spoke to me and referring to what he had shown me. He said, we have been creating this for six years. And I thought, six years? It's only been two years since the last presidential election. Now, which voices, which voice, who's speaking? Uh, this was the Lord. The Lord saying the Lord himself speaking to me. And he said, we, talking about him and the body of Christ, all okay. the angels and the body of Christ. Oh, wow, okay. We've been working together for six years. It took me all the way back to 2016. And, and he said, it's taking me this long, us, this partnership, this long to create what's going to happen on November 8th. Wow. Wow. Because I thought, okay, you know, we had uh, the Senate and the House of Representatives and the executive branch. We had all of these things back then. And I realized that the Lord said, it's taken this long to get rid of even the conservative the anti-Trumpers, the conservatives, not just the Trump haters, but the anti-Trumpers. And to get to that point to where this could happen now. And so I'm excited about that. Yeah. I just want people to realize. Very stand exciting. up. Yeah, very exciting. I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that because we do want people to get to the polls. Um you know, in Oregon, it's the mail-in state, but you can drop it off in the boxes. You know, uh, so right. we, we want to. Oh, we're gonna. We're not gonna mail it because we're gonna go there, and I'm gonna put my own ballot in by myself, right at the. Uh, I think it's either at the post office or a bank. There's a specific place where I can do that, and um, yeah, because you know, there are some people that say, well, the, this has gotten so dicey, there may not even be election. I have no idea. I assume there's going to be an election. Uh, but we have to overwhelm the, you know, President Trump has been saying that and his um, good minions, the, the people that are saying this is what we should do. We need to overwhelm the voting booths that, you know, vote like you've never voted. Encourage your people do not sit back and say, well, uh, enough people will vote. I don't have to. Yes, you do. <laughs> you have yes. To. You yes. show up, be counted. You know, I would not even take a, a vacation if I couldn't vote. I would stay home that one vote because every vote counts it's just that important yeah you have to put feet to your intercession if you've yeah. been decreeing and praying yeah. you have to walk it out yeah otherwise you nullify to some degree at least minimize yeah. the effectiveness yeah so vote absolutely well mike very very good Do you feel like praying for the people for a minute or two here i would love to yeah i'd love to yes thank so you. right now i just speak to them yeah. Realize so many things were said today, but one of the things from my heart that I really wish that you would catch is that second heaven has a big tear in it right now. It's a product of God, the product of your prayers. The rushing river of God is coming through that tear into your life and into your nation. The Lord is calling for us to stand up, stand up against evil mm. and against wickedness. It's not a time for passivity. If you stay in the flesh, and the flesh can't have, handle it, the flesh will either go to the passive side and do nothing, or it will flop over to the physical aggressive side and mess things up. Stay in the spirit. Let the Spirit of God come upon you right now. And as the Spirit of God comes on you as I pray, tap into this 
rushing mighty river and there's going to be something happens to you father god in the name of jesus yes lord i pray for every viewer yes lord i pray at this moment now lord god that the anointing i feel it i feel it i feel Mm. it it's coming it's coming here it is here it is In the name of Jesus Christ, Mm. the river of God, the river of God, come upon your people now. Fill them like that woman's purse was filled with water. Fill them to overflowing with the water of God out of their bellies shall flow rivers of living water. It'll flow through their lives, through their families. It'll flow through their neighbors and their cities and their nations. Flow, river of God, spirit of God, Mm. in the name of Jesus. And as it's flowing, heal their bodies now. Every sickness, every illness, every infirmity, go in the name of Jesus Christ. Strength, anointing into their bodies. Strength, stronger. The Lord spoke to me and he said, a stronger body, a stronger body. So I speak that, a stronger body, body of Christ, and your physical body, mm. stronger body now in the name of Jesus and let it flow through you. It's going to increase your finances. It's going to help you out miraculously in those areas where the enemy has tried to pilfer and rob from you and steal from you and convince you it's God's will or that the covenant isn't mm. for you. That's a lie. It's for you. Your family is going to come in. Your relationships are going to come in. But as the river flows, realize some of them may convulse on their way out. Don't be disturbed by that. Let them go. Stay in peace. Stay in authority. And Lord, we all pray that the heavens would open. Yeah. Not theologically, they're already open prophetically that the heavens would open now and that there would be signs and wonders there would be visions there would be dreams there would be authority in the body of christ Mm. and that you would use your prophetic warriors to save this world we call those people into the kingdom now Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Mike, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, give our love to CK. One of these days we'll see her back on with you. We, uh, the uh, the time she's been with us, the people just love her. So um, you know, we always miss her when she's not here, but we enjoy it. So, all right. A uh, quick reminder, Greg Phillips will be with us tomorrow on a Prophets and Patriots episode, 11 o'clock Pacific time. Uh, two o'clock Eastern. So you don't want to miss that at all. We appreciate everybody. We love you all. These are amazing times. Thanks again, Mike. I appreciate it very much. Y'all have a good day. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.